Well, guys, I knew this day would come. It finally happened. TikTok banned my original TikTok account. I know a lot of you guys followed me from TikTok. So if you haven't seen a TikTok from me in quite a while, that's why. You can now follow me on my new TikTok account, at ComeOnManPod. That's all one word, at ComeOnManPod. Please follow me. Help me rebuild. I was at almost 30,000 followers when they kicked me off their platform. So come on, follow me back. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you. What's up, everybody? You are listening to Come On, Man a 3% man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Come On, Man! If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice. If you are listening to this on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating and leave us a review. It helps us more than you know. If you're watching this on YouTube, please be sure to uh, go ahead and subscribe and hit those notifications. Um, That also helps out more than you know. All right. This week is an interesting episode because... There is a little bit of different strategy when it comes to texting women, uh, different strategies and philosophies when it comes to texting women, when it comes to Corey Wayne's method and Benny Lichtenwalner's method. Uh, Some of you guys, especially you guys on the 3% Man Facebook group know Benny. Benny is our resident dating coach. Uh, And I say that because he's basically been with the group since the beginning and you know, a lot of the guys go to Benny for coaching and Benny has different methodologies when it comes to texting women. You know, Corey talks about, you know, not texting for a full week after a date. Uh, You know, there's some things that Benny talks about that's slightly different, you know, depending on your interest level and, and stuff like that. So definitely stay tuned to that conversation and I'll bring that to you right after these words. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done, if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. All right. We've got the three amigos this week. (laughs) We've got dating coach extraordinaire, basically walks on water. Benny Lichtenwalner from Lover and a Fighter. We've got Luke from Bristol, who's on the fucking podcast like every other episode now. What's His up, guys? His name is 10 Reasons to Be Gay for Me, Luke Aylward. <laughs> <laughs> Once I've set up my OnlyFans. <laughs> Get in a mop, Luke Aylward. Definitely. Yeah. So 
so uh, the, the reason why we're getting together this week is because we were having a conversation about uh, basically Corey Wayne's texting recommendations in how to be a 3% man, you know, basically, or I mean, it could be also be phone call too, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be texting, but a lot of people focus on texting, but basically it's the phones are for setting up dates. You set a definite date and then you get the fuck off the phone. And then you basically are not supposed to be contacting a woman until the date. And then you see her in person, you don't confirm. And uh, a lot of guys in the 3% man community, the, you know, 3% man Facebook group are having a hard time with that because there's a, a quite a bit of women that don't respond to that. Um, and just also adding some color to this. I just did a TikTok at the time of this recording. I just did a TikTok for my uh, podcast TikTok account where I talked about how I had went on a date and I didn't text a girl back immediately after the date because we don't do that. Yeah. And uh, oh my God, the fucking hateful comments from some of these women was just astronomical. I just got totally shit on by some of these women. Like, well, it's, it's, you know, it's polite. It's, a, you know, let them know that you had a good time. And I'm like, but you got to let them wonder about you a little bit, you know? Sure. So, sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll do all the chasing. So that way we feed your abundance. So you can have <laughs> as many beta orders as humanly possible and then break all the rules and, you know, explain it away for the one, you know, guy that doesn't do that shit. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So obviously those women didn't fucking get it. Uh, a lot of the guys that follow me absolutely were like, yeah, this is good advice and stuff like that. But one thing that uh, Benny specifically, I remember, I distinctly remember, because you're very good about this, where guys post their date updates, guys post questions or whatever in the 3% man group. And you would come into the comments with like a video recommendation as a professional dating coach. And I just remember one thing where I, I, I was commenting about this, like we don't, we don't text for a full week or whatever. And you were like, uh, but if you, if you had a good date with her, it's not smart to wait a full fucking week to let her know that you have some interest. And I, I was, I wanted you to expand on that a little bit, man. Well, I don't remember that particular response. And I, I think How it, dare it you? would, yeah, I, know, right? <laughs> I think it would be highly situational. Okay. Um, couple, couple things to color the background with this. Um, the first thing is, this is going to get kind of verbose. Brace yourselves, everybody. That's fine. We want to fill up at least an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing that's now Corey Wayne knows all the pickup shit. I know he does. I know he's got a background in understanding of pickup. I think he tried it out for a while. But you can also kind of tell Corey Wayne's method of dealing with women is more sort of mature. And that's why it appeals to a lot of us because we a lot of us are busy professionals. Like we're not necessarily going out clubbing and shit like that. Like we're we're pimping from the house, you know, running our business, running our podcast, you know. And, and then we meet girls out on dates, one-to-one. -one, we use our charisma and our confidence and our personality to win over these women one-to-one -one, instead of like yelling in the club setting, like shaking our ass, you know, doing all this kind of stuff and trying to pull at the end of the night. Um, no hate against pickup, by the way. I think that's really cool shit. Um, but, but I think um, a strong foundation of that is not necessarily lacking from Corey Wayne, but it's not as, as, it's not as visible. And, um, and, and so that's where um, some of the pickup stuff can really come into play when you, when you think about texting. I'm gonna explain how. So one thing that you'll learn from pickup artists if you, if you spend time studying them is basically that it's all about how you make the, the girl feel. Like everything is about her experience of you. That's what all the shit's about, whether it's on, on the phone, like in person, like it all comes down to how do you make her feel when she's around you? Okay. And, um, and, and if you think about it, like, fuck, like, like that's, that's what, a, that's what entertainment business is about. Right. It's like, I'm not saying we're the dancing monkeys. We're just like, Hey, are you happy yet? Are you happy yet? But like, you think about a good movie, like a good drama makes, like makes you want to cry at the end. Right. And, and a good, like a good comedy, like that shit makes you want to laugh, you know, like Chappelle show that shit makes you laugh. Um, an action movie, like, okay, when you, okay, let's say you, you just went, what's your, what's y'all's favorite action movie? Favorite? I like the Expendables yeah. movies. Let's throw that out there. Okay. What about you, Luke? What's your favorite action movie? 
Uh, yeah, probably Fast and Furious. I don't know. I think so. Okay. Yeah, okay. those are good. Solid. I haven't seen The Expendables, so don't admonish me. Okay, get the <laughs> fuck off the podcast. <laughs> wow. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> but yeah, if this was a 3% Fast man group, Luke, Luke would have kicked you off the page for a comment like that. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I just can't. I just can't. <laughs> so, okay, we'll go with Fast and Furious for this example. Okay. So imagine, like, when you're done watching Fast and Furious – you know, and you've seen fucking Vin Diesel Hulk out on some people and you've seen some cars get raced and some like some fucking dude eating a sandwich on a corpse and, <laughs> and yeah. all this, right? Like how, when you leave that movie theater, like what do you feel like at the end? Oh, I feel empowered. I feel pumped. I want to go and drive my car fast and punch someone in the face. Yeah. yeah. I want to drink about nine beers out of a funnel and punch someone in the mouth. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I want to go do some cool shit, samurai or something like that, and I just want to fucking bust out a katana and slice people in half. Sure, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right. So, so, (laughs) so all of entertainment is geared towards like making you feel something, and that's what the good shit. Like when we when we find a good movie, that's what it is. And so, all this dating stuff, all this interaction with women, particularly because they are very prone to feelings and, and much more in touch with, you know like the earth as it will than we are as men in a very like in the sense of feelings like it's all about that shit and so um and so it's all about her experience of you so keeping that in mind like from that lens right there that's a pickup lens okay because what a pickup artist is doing when he's around a girl is in very selective ways whether he's removing his attention or giving his attention He's still, everything he does is designed to make her feel something, mm. whether it's competition anxiety, whether it's like butterflies or validation or whatever the fuck, you know, it, it's all designed for that purpose. So we, we are doing the same thing over text. And so from that lens, um, when you talk about how we conduct ourselves over the phone, you have to think about it from how is this going to make that girl feel? So if she thanked you at the end of the night, right, we don't set up the, the next date off the thank you. Um, you might, you know, and you go all like, depending on how the date went. Yeah, you might, if you think that she's like, maybe your main interest or something like that, you might choose to initiate a text. Even Corey Wayne says 80-20, right? Yeah. Now, well, if you initiate, if you're the only one to initiate during that course of that week, that's 100-0, I guess. But um I I would say though, he does say that it is the man's job to do a little bit of the chasing in the beginning, right? Like the first maybe two to three dates, it's the man's job to reach out, set a definite date and then give, and then that space in between dates is to give her a chance to start reaching out to you. So then your, then your job's over as, you know, when it comes to chasing, she reaches out to you, use that as an opportunity to set a definite date. I think, 100%. What, I think what the, the, the controversy is, I think everyone understands that and it, it makes sense, but the controversy is the amount of time between you just went on a date and he says in the book, like, it's basically five days, you know, is what he's saying. You know, if you met him on a Monday or Tuesday, you ask him out, you know, like it's, it, it's five days, it comes out to five days, but that no texting for five days, a lot of women can't fucking deal with that. Yeah. And now keep in mind, if you're doing your job right on the date, if you're, if you're following all the principles, there's a lot more to it mm-hmm. um, than, than just reading 3% man, like three times, right? We'd read it 10, 15 times. Sure. Um, and then if you're doing your job, you're probably reading atomic attraction. You're probably um, following uh, pickup artists. Like, honestly, that's, that's one thing that a lot of guys, like we look at, like, as, as a lot of us in 3% man are like single dad types, or like just mature men going about our life purpose. And we, we think of pickup as like this fucking cheesy, like douchebaggy thing, um, like, like wearing fancy clothes or like insulting girls and all this kind of stuff. But really it's just a nuanced understanding of, of like, of what's going on socially. Um, so if you follow that kind of stuff and you incorporate it in, um, that, that's when you can sort of get like the elevated level of, um, you know, understanding. Um, I forgot where I was going with that, though. What you were saying. Uh, we we're talking or, about the space between like what Corey recommends yes. not texting or like calling for five whole days. And I just okay. I, I just distinctly remember you 
commenting on one of my posts like months ago and i'm really yeah. hurt that you don't remember the specific comment right but you 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 said something like look if you had a really good date with her and you know you had a, you had a high interest and stuff like that you said maybe three days is you know yeah yeah and, and yeah it's an artful employment of the of the uh foundations i mean you learn this shit you internalize three percent man you make sure that you have multiple dates per weekend don't just go out right. once on the weekend, you know, if you can help it. Right. Um, you're, you're studying the other sources and the pickup stuff, ideally. And, and then from that place of like a 360 degree education and also not just being up here, but when you're out on dates, you're a real fucking human being. You're not a robot. You're, you're being present with that girl. Like when you're, when you're doing all that shit, you know, you're going to artfully break the rules in some cases, you know? And so this is where it gets really hard to drill down because there's no universal formula. And yeah. like the way that we carry out text conversations, like you've talked about it before with the phrase mirror game. And I, I call it conversational investment level. Mm -hmm. And you, like you're calibrating all your texts off of the girl's um, effort level, right? So, and, and that that's an art. That's not like the science that, if there's any science to it, really you're saying, like I'll say, like mirror game is like, uh, reciprocate and what I say is like you go one notch down so that the girl's just like barely more invested than you um so you calibrate like your text bubble size your uh emojis and your fucking punctuation and all this kind of stuff off of what she's giving you so you can tell she's like all lowercase no emojis no punctuation one line or a couple words like you know where you stand you know and you might just fucking send like a emoji like back to that or just leave it mm -hmm. and you, you, you learn the art of, of calibrating off of not only the timing, most guys know timing, right? Like I've had girls tell me that like a guy would like calculate out how long she took and he would double it every time. And she actually did the math on all the responses. <laughs> she could see right through it. Yeah. You know, the guys have kind of figured out the timing a little bit, like it's out there, but then they forget about the effort level. And that's the, that's the key thing. And so you learn these things. And, and if you do that right, and also if you do, the making her feel good shit right when you're in person. And also it makes her feel good for you to not invest more than her, believe it or not, um, in a roundabout way. If you do all that shit right, then you can sort of artfully break the rules. And maybe um, if she didn't text you, some girls won't for whatever reason, you can, you can hit them up and you'll find that you'll fucking be able to go out with them. You'll be able to set up a date and all that stuff and you'll hook up. Maybe she's the type that doesn't hit you back in between. I have, so I had one girl, She's a regular fuck buddy of mine for months. And um, this girl would not text me in between. She would never fucking text me. I think, I think on two occasions, there were two weeks where she hit me up um, like in between. Now this particular woman was, she was more successful. She was a, um, uh, what do you call them? Like a nurse practitioner. Mm -hmm. And um, she was fucking hottie, she, you know, all this stuff. But um, she like her voice you know like most girls like we like to be around feminine women like women that are really fucking bubbly and stuff like that she had an air of like like flatness in her voice like an air of depression um and i don't know if that played into this or what but she would never fucking text me i did everything right i was seeing plenty of other girls at the time this girl would never do it i would reach out to her once a week sometimes it would be in the middle of the week because if i had if I had limited availability on that weekend, you know, you need to set the date in advance, right? So you're, you're thinking about what day you're on versus, you know, the weekend and what days you have open and you're juggling all this shit. And so I might choose to hit her up after a few days because I'm thinking about the weekend. And so she would respond every time I'd go see her, we'd go do something, we'd go back and, you know, have a good time, you know, mm -hmm. and sometimes you have to do that. Otherwise that would have been like a major, she was one of my like regular regulars like that would have been a major piece uh, of my abundance at that time missing had I not chose to hit her up, you know? So sometimes you got to do it. Got it. I, I want to uh, bring Luke into this conversation a little bit. Um, yeah. So a lot of this came up, this whole thing came up uh, because we were talking about how, you know, you know, waiting a week doesn't work for a lot of women. And one of the things that you were talking about that you like to do is, especially if you've got a date set for, five or more days in advance. Cause sometimes it's like seven days out. Uh, and if you're not texting or communicating at all through that time, a lot of women just drop the fuck off. Uh, so mm -hmm. one of the things that you were, you said that you like to do is just like maybe a couple days later, 
you know, don't get in a, a, a vested fucking conversation, but you'll send like a, like an, a, you know, um, a meme or something, right? Yeah, I'll send a meme or one of my GIFs or, or a funny video or a purpose video of what I'm doing. So, you know, like I'll send, if I'll be having a workout, I'll do some flying spinning kicks or something. Um, and I'll send that something cool of what I'm doing or something really funny or yeah, as I say, or a meme or a gift, just something that makes them feel something and lets them know that I'm still there. I'm still interested a couple of days in four to five days after. So if we've set the date, you know, for a week's time or longer then you know, on day three, no, yeah, three to day five, I will send something. She, so she knows I'm still interested. And uh, so she gets a feeling from me again because she's got all these other guys in competition. And the, some of these guys could be making her feel incredible. Someone she's just met on Tinder right now might be pumping her up. So, yeah. so what I mean, I do everything that, that Benny talks about and everything he talks about fucking works, as I've said before. Well, it's hundred percent. I want to, I want to put an asterisk to that though, because I wouldn't do that as like a formula. I wouldn't do that as a regular, I would artfully depart from the 3% man, but, but generally speaking, the woman has to chase. So you, so especially if you're at like date three to five and she's not hit, the one hitting you up in the week, really, that's going to be symbolic of, unless she's one of these chicks, like what we just talked about, which they, they do exist. Um, and, and, there, it's not so bad where you don't want to hang out with them or hook up still, you know, like, so you do want those girls around you in some cases. Um, but, but like, unless it's something like that, you don't want to get in the habit. Like your goal should always be to create maximum feelings where they can't help but themselves, but to text you, like they should be sending you shit. And oftentimes it should be a lot of shit where, where you get into that place where you have to Corey Wayne it and be like, Hey, you know, I'm so glad you texted me. Like I'm, I'm really excited. Like, our last date was fucking amazing. Um, unfortunately, like today, I'm swamped doing the fucking Come On Man podcast, which, by the way, that's secret. Don't, yeah, forget that you ever heard about it. <laughs> I'm not telling anybody else about that. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait. You're busy. Yeah. But I can't wait to see you this upcoming weekend or whatever. Um, or, or you're setting the date up off that you might get them on the phone real quick and be like, yeah, you know, blah, 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 blah. Okay, let's set the date for Saturday. And then you fucking cut it off. Then she hits you up like the next day, good morning, you know, whatever, whatever. Same deal. Like, like you, you engage with it. You engage with like the girl, remember it's the girl about the girl's experience of you. So you engage with it. You don't, you don't just like be a robot and be like, Hey, great to hear from you. But now I'm busy with the come on man podcast again. So talk to you Saturday, you engage, you're like, Oh yeah, it is a great morning. Um, you know, snapshot of the sunset or whatever the fuck. And then you say whatever and be like, okay, cool. Heading off to work whatever um and so you engage with her so you so she doesn't feel ignored and she's getting that attention but again the mystery is still there she doesn't know shit about you at this point you know so you have you do have to engage when it comes to you but i wouldn't proactively shoot the stuff out as like a formula because now you're getting away from the principle of the woman chasing you yeah no, okay. that's true that's, yeah yeah absolutely that's right um yeah i don't know where that thing came from but um yeah so um yeah i mean it is it's it's really really effective all of this stuff that benny mentions i have i have i know recently i've been breaking the rules a bit and doing things my way i know i'm guilty of that i've been freestyling a little bit um well i, I guess that's just, that's i i just want to jump in there luke I, I don't think you should beat yourself up for that so much and and, and, and benny even said that too we you want to artfully detached from 3% man occasionally, but sometimes like we do things that Corey doesn't teach. You know, like we get it from other sources. The whole idea of mirror game, the whole idea of matching investment level in texting, like Corey doesn't teach that shit in the book, yeah. you know? So that comes from somewhere else, but it works. So it's like, yes. you have to sort of incorporate shit huge. that works. Yeah. It's not just what works. It's like a huge thing that needs to be factored in, you know? Absolutely. So yeah, like, and, and Luke's taking massive action. There are a few guys taking massive fucking action because it's so painful. And I know you are too, because you're, you, I've seen you've got multiple dates set up for the weekend and shit. Like, <laughs> Don't want to brag, but. <laughs> right? <laughs> Dude, I've been watching your date updates yet. Cause I've been fucking swamped, but I, I, I keep seeing it. I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta catch up with this stuff. Um, They're going well. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I really want to do 
I really want to post them in the WhatsApp group and on the 3% man page, but because we're on lockdown, someone, if someone took that to the cops, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I've had to keep my day updates quiet. Hey guys, snitches get stitches. Okay. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> what goes on in the 3% man Facebook group stays in the fucking group. That's it. Yeah. So I've had to kind of <laughs> be quiet and pretend I'm behaving myself. But, but it's like with as much action as Luke is taking, like he can figure out what he can get away with and what, what he can't, because that's, you can't, you can't write that down. Like, like, like 3% man is a product of Corey Wayne, but how many times, how many fucking dates did Corey Wayne go out on? How many text conversations did he have? There's probably so fucking many and you can't even remember all the stuff that you learn, you know, you just kind of do it in the moment. Just like a skateboarder can't like say how to like do an Ollie per se, you know, like you just have to fucking do it. And I, I think it's the yeah. same. So yeah, you'll, you'll end up doing your own thing a lot of times. Yeah. I, I kind of have the intuition of what I'm going to get away with. I'm like, I know I'm going to get away with X for some reason. I just know that I can. And part of that comes from my abundance that I'm feeling. It's like, I know I'm going to make that work. Whereas if I did that, when I didn't have an abundance mindset, it wouldn't fucking work. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So I was just going to throw out another nugget, um, but it, it kind of plays into everything we were saying, which is like, you know, like what's going to work because it's, it's congruent to like what's going on in here. And um, that, that's a huge part to like your text conversations and your, your dates, which is basically like you create the good feelings in here and then you just like spill it out onto the girl. Like so many guys that are depressed or, you know, have, are super anxious or whatever, like they have such a hard time with this. Like they go in and they read 3% manual and they're like, man, I'm trying this shit, but it's like, it's not working for me. And it, it sucks because like, it's funny, like the way this world works is like the more fucked over you are, the more fucked over you're going to be, right? Like, like you're born without a leg. Sorry, bro. Like your, your NBA dreams are, are kaput, right? And, and, <laughs> and so it's like, if you're born, like if you had a, a shit uh, luck of the draw in terms of family upbringing, social environment, whatever, um, like that's your problem and you inherit that into, into adulthood until you stomp it out. And so like, if you, if you can't create the good feelings in here, you've got to do whatever it takes to fix that, which there's a variety of ways to do it, but, um, but you have to, and, and, and that's how you do that. But, it, but it's funny, like you can, you can feel so like the, um, like what Luke said about feeling, um, another key to having really good text conversations is like to generate those feelings um, because that's going to guide the way that you carry your, your uh, conversations out. But what's, what a lot of people don't realize is that you can, man, you can stop what you're doing and you can manly, manually recreate those feelings inside. So it's like you're just kind of going the flow, like your product of your circumstances for the day. You wake up, um, you didn't get much sleep last night, so you kind of feel like shit. Like you can actually stop what you're doing and be like, okay, like today is happy day. And you can fucking like force the smile, make your physiology adopt the, uh, or make your brain adopt the, uh, your posture and just fucking like, and do that. Like before you go text, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. uh, it's like, um, they talk about in the, the, the movie, the secret, like if you're having a shitty day, you're going to perpetuate that shitty day. You need to find something to snap you out of it, to raise your vibration. So they're like, listen to a good song or something, something that, yeah. you know, anything that gets you in the right vibration, to put out yeah. the, put out the good vibrations, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you can, and then you'll know yeah. like when it's good and then you. What were you going to yeah. say, Luke? See, this thing, you remember when I was having a really rough time and we had that, that fucking Facebook texting group for, I think it was, it was supposed to be the moderators, but Steve was in there for some reason. Do you remember that group? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was, I'd had a really rough time at this point. Do you remember I was really down? Everything had gone horrendously, horrendously wrong and the date and Steve was giving me advice and I was like I don't get it Steve I said everything that you say I said the things you say and yeah. I'm not getting your results but you're not Steve but I'm not Steve and that's not congruent with with who I am and I'm not feeling because that guy's on cloud nine that yeah. guy's fucking smiling on his fire truck with his like zombie apocalypse apps the painting you know of the I mean? mustache on the wall like like <laughs> fireman tiktok shit yeah that's steve right yeah yeah well i mean yeah, yeah that, a, a lot of it too like i mean i just finished my 15th read of three percent man like i feel like I, I deserve a diploma or something 
Um, I'm on the 16th listen already because I finally caught up to the audiobook again. And I'm like, I just finished this, but all right, fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one of the things, I mean, he really drills into it is that you can't just take what's in the book and like do it as a formula. It eventually, like you read this over and over again to make it a mindset. It, you have to own it. And it has to be some, like a part of who you are. And people that yeah. really just grasp that and they, you know, they take what works, they adapt other techniques and stuff like that. And they make it a part of who they are. Like those people I think are, are really successful. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, the, so Luke's the thing key. is the, the framed picture of the goose and the framed picture of granny. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> granny and goose tennis, my man, my man, Luke. Goose granny. <laughs> <laughs> We, I, you know, I just yeah. went back and listened to the episode I did with Marine Corps chick, the first episode. No, it wasn't. The, it was like the second episode that I had Marine Corps chick on. And we got in this conversation about what like Luke does with these, you know, interactions with these women with like the fucking giraffes and goose tennis and stuff like that. And she was talking like how that kind of shit cracks her up and she could see why it works. <laughs> that's awesome it's just so ab absurdly ridiculous that it makes them like go what the fuck's up with this guy and then they, like they're super intrigued by him yeah every time i go on a date they're like whoa your message is like nobody's texted me like that before and then they were like and and you know setting the date immediately on the phone like nobody rings me on the phone i was just like oh you know i'm just a bit old school like that <laughs> yeah um, it's good yeah. shit man and, um, can we let's segue into like the original discussion a little bit? Sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm just like hijacking a little bit. <laughs> so, so because I was just thinking about this, I want to make sure that we cover this shit on the call too. So, as I was thinking about some of the differences, like between like what we're doing in, in my little group versus like Facebook three percent man. Um, one thing is going to be um, my philosophy on setting dates. Okay, some people try to set dates over text and shit like that. Um, that's a problem. Corey Wayne says not to do that. I'm pretty sure, right? He says he says set dates over the phone. I just I just heard that on my run this morning. Uh, in the book, he says you need to be setting dates over the phone. But if she texts you, okay, it's okay to set a date over text. That's how he says it. Okay, so I would add an asterisk to that, which is that there, there's always an emotional hook point. You can always tell when you've got a girl chasing you and when she's emotionally invested. Um, and you should really be able to feel her chase at that point. So at that point, you know it's safe to go ahead and set a date over text. Like sometimes it's just not going to be convenient to pick up the phone to call and set a date. Like it's just, it's, it might even be weird at that point to do that um, when a girl is chasing you so hard over text. Um, so, it, um, you know, so you don't have necessarily have to do that every time. But before that emotional hook point, which for some girls could be several, several dates. It, it all depends on your performance. Like, again, going back to it, it's like, what is her experience of you, right? So if you did really fucking good, she might be chasing you after that very first date. Like, you might even hook up on the first date, and after that, she's just fucking chasing you. But um, but depending on what happened or depending on, like, how much chemistry you guys have, like, that emotional hook point might not come for a good bit. So that's when you get into picking up the phone. So, so you will find, for anybody watching this, if you're setting dates – over text before the emotional hook point, which you'll know because you'll be able to feel it, like you're gonna get flaked on. You're, you're gonna get the reschedules, you're gonna get the flakes, you're gonna get stood up, okay? So, so make sure that you're using the phone. Um, and, and so I guess, I don't think this is different than what Corey Wayne would say, um, but, but I'm just saying it in a different way because that's super important. Um, but I think one other difference, and, and we talked about this a little bit, um, like, of my method of doing it versus Corey Wayne is like, um, yeah, if, if a girl, if, if you set a date a good minute ago and let's say you set a date on a Monday for like a Saturday and that chick hasn't texted you all week, um, like the Corey Wayne method. And I think this is kind of the main purpose of the call is this question, right? Yes. Here. It's about confirming, I think. And so let's say you set a date on Monday for a Saturday and you haven't heard shit from that girl all week. Um, for one, as a dating coach, I think, well, okay, shit, let me see that text string. I want to see like how your conversation went. Tell me about the phone call. Like, what did you do to like spike this girl's emotions and get her feeling really good? Because 
most of the time you should have that girl texting you throughout that week um, if you did a really good um, initial interaction. But sometimes you get the girl like the nurse practitioner or whatever, they won't fucking do it. Um, so that's my first question. But if you get to that point, um, not on a Friday, not at any point throughout the rest of the week, but on Saturday, the day of the date, let's say you're going out like six o'clock or something like that and noon rolls around or, you know, noon, one, two, three or whatever. Um, and you haven't heard from that girl. Like what I'm going to do is I'm going to confirm it's going to be in a really fucking uh, tricky way. <laughs> right. Cause I don't want to get stood up on. I don't want to drive into Atlanta per se, um, you know, which is a shit ton of traffic and go grab a table and sit there and yeah. spend money. You, and drink you, you and I talked about this the last time you were on the podcast were, cause I said that I followed Dave Prada's advice and I usually confirm the night before. And you're like, well, if you've made it a date over the phone, that doesn't happen. And that's bullshit. I got, <laughs> I did make a, I did make a date the other day uh, over the phone, but it was so far out. She did cancel on me. So I don't know, but I think it's because it's probably because uh, of, I said it so fucking far in advance. I typically don't like to set it more than four days. Just Yeah. For- I think you're right. Like, yeah, because again, yeah, it's hard to generate the hype and stuff. It is hard, but you can get better at it too. Yeah. Some girls like after your first phone call, they'll be so fucking into you. And especially if you do a really good job that, you know, once you hop on that phone, like that shit is good as gold. Um, but you can't control how much that girl likes you. And especially if you haven't done it a whole bunch, I'm not, obviously you've done it quite a bit, but for guys trying to shit out, like you have to get the, the feel of like how to spike up a girl's emotions. Um, you can't just have a, a businessy get to know you style conversation over the phone and expect for just because you called her for that to be the shit. No, it's like, like she has to have a good experience of you. Um, so, so, but if you, if by and large, if you use the phone, you're going to, that's an opportunity to use your vocal tonality, right. To actually spike her emotions. Whereas it's faculties. You like yeah. 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 And so you're, yeah, you've got everything available to you to like, you know, mold the clay. <laughs> so, so anyway, so you, um, so, so it comes to Saturday, I'm going to wait as long as possible. Cause I'm hoping, cause a lot of girls will wait too. Yeah. You'll, yeah. you'll see where like, where you don't say shit like that day. A lot of times, like when you're thinking about messaging them, if you wait the whole time, you'll see that they'll actually hit you up early that day. Like, Hey, are we still on for tonight? It'll happen <laughs> a lot. And uh, so that's why I wait to the absolute last minute. So a couple hours, like, like in probably an hour or two before you would actually start getting ready. Right. Um, so then what I'll say is I'll be like, Hey, I can't wait to see what you picked out to wear for me tonight. So that's like, Ooh, smooth yeah, son of a really bitch. I, like I wish that. I could take credit for that, dude. That was, that was my, uh, my pimp, uh, BFF. Uh, I've got, I've got a friend that's a girl that's the shit and she helps me come up with this bullshit. <laughs> but, uh, um, that line came from her, but, but it's great. You I say thought, that. I thought we don't ask fish how to catch fish. I'm like, what's going hey. on? Hey, this fish knows what she's doing. Okay. She's a, she's a, a female three percenter. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. I, I've met a few of those now, like in TikTok and just interactions and, and stuff like that. And people stitching videos with me. Like there's this, uh, I, I think she's like an Iranian dating coach and she is just spot on with all the 3% type shit. I don't know. Is that Leanne Bubbly? What's that? Is that Leanne Bubbly? No, no. Her name okay. is like Cam something. Okay. Amelia or something like that but she's super smart. She talks about, tells guys to be mysterious, tells guys to, to not over pursue and, and, and just all that kind of shit, you know? Yeah. Real good. Yeah. Real good. Real good fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Some women like are fucking savvy and, and, you know, it's great to have like, even if like, well, she started off as like a prospect, but it's not a bad thing to have like girl friends in your, you know, in your, like you spend time with attractive women it actually raises your uh, testosterone level. Plus they have friends, et cetera. So it's not a bad thing to have, but, um, but so anyway, that line, that's fucking perfect. Right. So you're saying it in a, in basically in a, a way that you expect her to show up. You're not being like, Hey, like, am I still a pimp? Are you still showing up? It's like, it's like, no, I can't wait to see what you got to wear for me. And that's like, you're getting dressed for me, you know? And, and that's, that's kind of what the vibe of the date is. Um, so that's a great way to kind of like ping to see if they actually hit you back and they're like, yep, you know, whatever. And then they show up. So if you, so you're waiting, you're waiting until the day of a couple hours before you send that 
message. And if they don't respond to that, you don't show up. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Or they'll, or they'll cancel or they'll say, Oh, I've got the prettiest dress. Ooh, I can't wait for you to see it. Yeah. Take it off. I can testify. This one works. Okay. You've, you've yeah. tried that Luke. I, I, yeah. Benny was on the phone telling me what to say and I, <laughs> I followed the script and you know, things went quite favorably. And you too, you too listening can have Benny in your back pocket. If you go to loverfighter.com, I'll put the link in the show notes. <laughs> Benny's much more affordable than Coach Wayne, and I actually like his approach a lot better. That's why I wanted him on to explain his philosophy around this stuff, you know, because it, 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 it's similar, but different. It's same, same, but different, but still same. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, it, for those, for those uh, uh, sort of like book nerds that like want to kind of like go a little bit deeper, I mean, really... What I have to say is, is a fusion of Corey Wayne. Who he, Corey Wayne, let's be honest, Corey Wayne has put together the most practical handbook on how to conduct yourself over dates for men in the modern age. Like his shit is the bread and butter. There's no fucking question about that, I think. And, and that's what he's put together for us. And then in addition to that, I think you can go layers deeper with stuff like David Dating. You can kind of like, if you can handle the hippie speak and shit like that, you can sort of ascertain certain truths about you know, life purpose and reality and communicating women and sort of like what's going on at a deeper level. You can apply that to your purpose. You can apply that to relationships. And that's like a second facet of, of, you know, what I, you know, regurgitate. And then the last part is pretty much just pick up stuff that I learned from Owen Cook, some other pickup artists, but like he's the main one that I admire. And the reason why, and this is where a huge part of the value of the shit that I have to say comes from. Um, is because Owen Cook was one of these guys that was autistic and his life was basically fucked. If he didn't like go to the club every single day for, you know, his entire twenties and thirties, like he was going to be like, you know, the guy that gets pissed off about his stapler and burns the fucking building down. Right. <laughs> and so, so, um, so Owen Cook, like he's autistic. So he basically had to figure out the, the little micro nuances of social interaction. And that's what he would break down in his YouTube videos. And so somebody that's autistic is highly analytical, highly sensitive. And so he's able to break it down for a lot of these guys that just had shit upbringings, don't, don't realize like what's going on with communication and energy exchange. And he breaks it down for the logical mind. And most people don't like they can do it, but they don't know how to teach it. So when you factor that stuff in with Corey Wayne and the David data stuff, to me, that's like sort of the, uh, the Holy Trinity of, uh, of dating advice and that's what i'm putting out there so it's it's like it's not against Corey wayne it's just you know colors from other you know, from the slightly other different it, it's the same thing with with me um you know i look at atomic attraction and dating essentials for men with dr robert glover now dr robert glover when it comes to texting um he says he, he's very much like keep everything simple right so Corey wayne like when it comes to attraction he's got the whole scale right uh, anything below a five, she's not interested. You're wasting your fucking time. Uh, if it's five or better, you know, and, and stuff like that. Uh, Dr. Glover says it's either higher or lower attraction. Don't make it difficult. And when it comes to texting, he just says, just keep texting and phone calls to a minimum before a date. You know, like he just, he's very simple like that. He doesn't have hard and fast rules. Like, oh, you got to wait at least 3.7 days. Like nothing like that. It's very, it's just, keep texting to a minimum, which I found helpful because when I was first learning the 3% book, I was very strict with it. I was like, I will not fucking text for a full yeah. fucking week. And I think yeah. that's where like your initial video comment came in. Like, dude, you know, like you got to give them a little something sometimes, you know, but um, what I started realizing when I was so staunch about it though, is women would, would reach out in between dates and then I would act like I shouldn't be on the phone te texting, you know, especially like if I set a date and then this was going to be a first date, women like to text between. And, and so I was very staunch, like trying to not text them, you know, tell them I'm busy and all that stuff like that. But uh, I eventually realized that you, you do, it's okay to, it's okay to reply. It's not going to kill you. Just don't be spending all fucking day texting, you know, maybe one or two texts in a day. That's it. That's it's all you need. The wrong move. Imagine the wrong move. Like imagine not replying. Right. Like in that case, it's, it's a fucking wrong move. You're showing the girl that you're not interested, you know? Yeah. And they'll go somewhere else, you know? 
Yeah. And I also yeah. learned that, you know, when they're texting and you're just telling them like, I'm, I'm, I'm really busy, I'm really busy or whatever, they start feeling like they're bothering you, you yeah. know? And so I, I learned that the best way to deal with that is not telling them you're busy all the fucking time for me. Anyway, the best way to deal with that is not replying to them right away, but reply to them in like a couple hours, you know? Yeah. And they and get the, they get the vibe of that, you know? Yeah. Like then a, they just are like, Oh, he was just busy, but he got back to me, you know? And it's, it's such a more natural way of dealing with things. And then they don't, they don't feel like they're bothering you. And then that still gives them a chance to chase you a little bit. hundred percent. I think that's how most women are. Um, I wanted to add to it though. And, and then I'll shut up since I've been running my mouth quite a bit on this. Call. Well, I, I brought you on to run your mouth. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, okay. So one last thought is, you know, Corey Waynes, he made his money in real estate and, uh, and whatever other businesses he's got, right. He's a very established, um, you know, su successful dude. And he likes to be around high powered women from what I can gather. And so there is this archetype of woman. Like I think back to this um, really high powered um, Atlanta lawyer that I dated for a while. Um, Corey Wayne's method worked on her to the fucking T at week seven, she was, you know, getting to the, I love you and all that. Um, she did not like, she would text me at the very end of the day. Like after we've been seeing each other, she had been, uh, she would text me at like 11 PM. Right. She goes through her whole work day. She does a run. She does all her shit. Boom, 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 boom. You know, she's like on track to be a partner in Atlanta law firm, all this shit. Hit me up at the very end of the day. How many guys can like actually deal with that? Right. Most guys get all pissy, you know, and blow themselves out really early. Um, so it's, it's kind of cool. Like if you if you adopt Corey's method, you have access to these type of women that you would otherwise not have access to. Right. And Corey Wayne, you know, as he is, he's able to say, hey, I only want to deal with these types of women. You know, and so as, as you hear stories from him, like he would interact with girls that, you know, would be in their masculine. He'd have to like try to pull them out. And sometimes it wouldn't work, you know, because that that's that's a um, like a hazard of dealing with these type of women. Right. Um, but not all, but that doesn't mean they're all going to be like that. So you still want to you still want to be able to date these type of women. But for me and I think for most of us in the group, it's like we don't want to only see those girls like for me, like do, in like obviously not relationship material, but dude, I, I love me like a crazy chick even like I, I have eat as a challenge, like tried to apply pick up in 3% man, et cetera, around some girls that would test the fuck out of me. Like um, I, I won't repeat the same stories I've said before, but like just like extreme circumstances, like powering through it, you know, to try to like get to the end and, and like use all my, you know, hold my frame fast to see if we'll adopt it. And stuff. I like the crazy girls. I like, you know, the preppy girls. I like the tattooed bartender. Chick. I like them all. And I want to, I just want to see like, who's, who's going to stack up to my values and, and, and who is, you know, cause I don't know what, how, what package I'm going to find this girl in. I don't know if she's going to be the, like the, you know, the hippie chick. I don't know if she's going to be the high powered business chick and my little, um, my little um, um, prejudice is that I think Corey Wayne's method with the don't text whatsoever the whole week, I think it's more geared towards the high powered chick. That's his vision of the 10. And I think for some of us, we want to be a little bit more open-minded and that's why that's another thing that goes into it. Got it. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Luke. You want to add to that? Oh, well, well, yeah. I mean, I'm dating a lawyer right now and, exactly what benny said she she's happy to go a couple of days you know th she'll go four days without texting before she then hits back um things like that um and you remember british shit test girl was very i don't want to be a dick but she was very common should we say and she what you know if i didn't text her every five minutes she would be like and before we'd even met for a date she got sh you remember she got shitty with me all the time yeah so you know that's it that's it but then again, you know, you can also meet people with a very basic life and a very basic job who text more like the lawyers or who don't text at all. But then when you meet up and see them in person, they're all over you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but, like I, I just went on a date Sunday with an occupational therapist. So, you know, she's a she's a professional. She doesn't have a lot of time to text. And like her her texting interactions leading up to that date were very short, you know. So I was doing very much trying to match her effort you know, she sent four, four word sentences. I would send three word sentences, just really, you know, doing that kind of shit. Um, and then I, I had very low expectations going into the date, but in the date, 
like used all all the fucking tricks. David Data, speaking of David Data, one of the things that he talks about is staring into a woman's left eye because it's supposed to be like the feeling eye, you know, the receptive eye. And uh, I just started getting back into that recently. And it's it's like a fucking closest thing to a Jedi mind trick I've ever seen in my life. But you make that eye contact with someone with their left eye, their left eye. It's like they just start having this emotional bond with you and shit and they don't even realize it. And so by the end of the date, she was just like putty. And then the very next day, she's the one that, start, that started reaching out. It was like, what the fuck? Jedi mind trick. But but yeah, she was, you know, she was one of those chicks that just, uh, she didn't have time to text, very short texts and stuff like that. And it's just because she's a professional, higher class type of woman. Yeah. The, the other thing that we spoke about, a lot of people have spoken about this but me and Benny spoke about this earlier, is that Corey Wayne, he had his shit together. You know, he was a very high status guy. He had, he had huge, um, he had a lot of money, he had a lot of status. You he was know, on a lot of the guys on our page who were just starting out are not going to get away with half the shit that Corey got away with. Even sexy motherfuckers like me aren't going to get away with all of that. Well, that, that's what one of the guys in the group, uh, Will from England, he does sweet mustache he had that he had a whole video about that stuff like we're not going to get away with the same shit Corey wayne did Corey wayne had his own like telemarketing tv show in in uh, florida at the time like he was a kind of a mini celebrity but you can you can create a similar vibe and a similar lifestyle like you can the shit that you can get away with can really fucking be mind-boggling so so i just want to add this in uh, the conversation so um there was a guy i was um coaching today and there's this chick that's been like trying to force him into the friend zone like they've already made out a couple times like they like she she's come on to him and 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 then like she she they were texting or something and she goes this is after they've seen each other several times he's like i appreciate your friendship so he hits me up with a text he's like he's like dude I appreciate your friendship. Like, what do I do here? So, so I told him, I said, okay, I say back to her, say, I appreciate um, that peach with a smirk emoji after it, right? So that's when he gets back in the response to her, right? And he's got to set the frame. So he does it. And of course, she, boom, like long fucking text. Like, I can't believe, like, she, you know, first she goes, um, what? So I'm like, dude, don't say anything back. Wait. So he, he lets that sit in. Okay, so after he doesn't respond back to um what, it's like, boom, right? And uh, <laughs> like takes up the whole iPhone plus. And uh, he, uh, so, so you know, um, the way this played out, unfortunately, was um, he sort of like broke, like he was supposed to report back into me every time there was a, a new text. And so he, he eventually like played into her frame. Um, and he was like, oh, well, what didn't you like about, because I had him record a video response to it. Um, when, when she like challenged him with this big long test, I said, Hey dude, look, say this, say, Hey, I've really appreciated our time together. Like, I think you're a fucking amazing girl. Like this, this has been really cool. Um, but you know, I, I don't want to just be friends with you. Um, and I can't really see, you know, how that would work moving forward. So, um, I really enjoyed our time together. Um, but I'd love to keep seeing you. Um, and so, and so, and then, you know, and then he closed it off. And so he sent her, he sent her that video really congruently, right? He had it, he had his uh, mannerisms and, and the feeling down and all that shit. He sends it to her. And then of course she takes a few days and then boom, right back. Right. Well, then he got reactive to her after that. But my point is, and I, this is what I was trying to show him. is like, you can achieve shit, um, that you would never think is imagined. Like most guys would play into that frame and be like, oh, I guess I fucked it up. I talked about her ass. Like I'm in trouble now, you know, et cetera. Right. And it's like, no, it's like you would, if you held that frame, right. You didn't react to the second bit. Think about how reactive she's being to you with like the big, like double long text and everything. It's like, you're, you're trying to reset the frame because, you know, probably you did something wrong on the date that set the tone a little bit too friendly or whatever. Switching that around is hard. Well, if you stay, you hold your frame. If your frame is, you know, it could be successful business guy, or it could be like, Hey, I'm the girl, or I'm the girl, <laughs> I'm the guy that all these girls have fun with, or I'm the guy, like in my case, the guy that lives in, in his parents' basement that's still out there pimping it. It's like whatever you want to create, you can create that same vibe, but you have to be congruent to it. So you just get ruthless about holding your frame. 
and you can accomplish it. Like, like in this particular case, this guy could have turned it back around and told this girl, I've seen crazier shit happen, but you have, your frame has to be stronger than the girl. So, so yes, Corey Wayne is the shit, but there there's, you, you can, you can take your situation and make it the shit too. Got it. I think that's well said. I think that's well said. And I think that's the perfect segue to wrapping this up. Uh, <laughs> Benny, Luke, I love having you guys. On. Oh, what, what do you want to say, Luke? Okay. The other thing I see people fuck up on the page a lot is that the, the setting the second date, some of them, they say, oh, I should wait a week to reach out. Like, don't wait a fucking week, three to four days. Like, you know, Corey, Corey sort of suggests that you try and get the date for the next week. But a lot of people on the page will actually wait a week to reach out to set another date. And by that point, by that point, someone with that, I mean, listen, fellas, if you had like 100 people a day blowing up your phone, some of which were really hot, would you still even remember, would you still even care about whoever that fucker was last week? Do you know what I mean? Possibly. I just don't think. It's possible, but but I, I agree. But But to your point, where you're at in the week versus that upcoming weekend, that matters. So if you're rigid about a week, you're going to, because all these other guys blowing up her phone, remember, most of them are fucking up. That's the 97%. So it is possible that she would remember you. But I mean, it is a good point. She's like, she may not care depending on what her initial interest level is. But you're absolutely right. If you're rigid with that, yeah, you miss that opportunity for that upcoming weekend. We don't schedule dates out like two weeks in advance. Like that never works. So, so you're absolutely right. You can't just, you know, stick by the week. Yeah. Cause then you're dating every other week and who the fuck wants to do that? We're supposed to be dating them once a week, right? At yeah. least in the beginning. So, so I personally, my experience would say three days is the magic number. Cause if you leave it, that's enough time for them to wander and to hit, hit you and to hit you back. But if they haven't hit you back, and you let it go on and on and on and on into day five, six or whatever. Well, how are you going to, well, they all have planned their weekend by that point. So I, yeah, three to four days max really to set the second day. And I, it goes a little bit against some of what the book, he says four to five days, but. If, fuck it, if you fuck up though, if you fuck up. So let's say, let's go back to this example of dude. I, I know we got to wrap this up, but let's go back to the, um, the dude, right. That, that, that played into her frame. So if you fuck up in that case, I do think it's appropriate to wait the week um, unless you know she's going to be traveling or something like that. Like that week really seems to do really well when you fuck up and it helps like sweep your mistake under the rug. Yeah, that, that space is like, like a magic <laughs> magic eraser. We've done that many times. Uh, Benny and I have agreed to do that and Usually by day three or day four, they would come back. That four to five, three to four days is the magic number. Yeah, they're like cats. Absolutely. All right, we definitely have to wrap up here, guys. I think we're at, we're definitely at an hour now. Um, I really appreciate you guys as always. Thanks for coming on, Benny. We'll post a link to your uh, your website in the in the show notes. You guys definitely need to hire Benny because he's a smart motherfucker. And Luke. You're going to be on the podcast again. We all know that. <laughs> yeah, it's just fun having me around, you know, because of Granny and the geese. Right. <laughs> all I right, guys. You need to be. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. I will chat with you later. Awesome. Have a good one, guys. Benny, Luke, love having you guys on. Love having you guys on. It's so much fun when uh, the three of us can get together. Uh, Luke's on all the time. So, I mean, everyone knows Luke, but uh, Benny, you've only been on a, a handful of times now, probably even less than that, but still your insight is just fabulous, dude. Such, uh, such a, a wealth of information. Uh, you basically walk on water. I always say, all right, guys, it's been fun, but we'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to come on, man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. 
If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.